Hey, this is Dimitris the Kiros Tangero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today, we're going to discuss my last tango trip to the Lisbon Tango Marathon. If you haven't followed the podcast yet, look for the follow button. It's free, it's fun. You're going to learn many ways to improve your tango and hear a couple of tango stories too. So let's start. Lisbon Tango Marathon. This is the fourth edition of the event and the fifth one is going to be the final. They already announced that many years ago when they started. We're going to do five editions and this is it. Four are done. Fifth one is coming. Now, this is not my first time in the Lisbon Tango Marathon. I was there last year and I couldn't wait for it. So, to get an idea, we're talking about 300 people, 50-50, so 50% followers, 50% leaders. Uh, and let me guide you through it, how, how it went. So, the welcome was very smooth, uh, very fast, no big lines. Uh, we took the bracelet for the hands. There were drinks there. It was nice to meet old friends. Uh, we were given two gifts. Uh, the one was a cup and the other one was a fun. And then we enter on the, in the dance floor. Now, the dance floor is great, big. Uh, there is air condition. Uh, although when you have 300 people dancing, you will sweat a little bit. Uh, it's, it's very hard to find an air condition that can actually manage that. Now, lots of seats, um, they were there so people could sit on tables. They will sit on, on separate like chairs. Uh, there were spots for everyone. But you could also see where most of the couples were formed. It was very easily to see. There was like a straight line in front of the DJ. And like most of the couples, they were just formed there. So people who didn't dance as much, because usually they were seated in a, on a table, and usually tables are not good places to, to sit if you want to dance, especially if you sit there for the whole night. Um, they realized early on that they needed to stand up and go uh, to the place where the couples were formed. And it was amazing because I could see people that, you know, in the first milonga, they were just seated a little bit more uh, than they would like to. And then they just stand up, they went there, and then they kept dancing all night long. They had the power to dance when they want to dance, which was wonderful. Level. Uh, you could dance with almost everyone and know that you were going to have a good time. Uh, I know they were, at least last year, I think there were 700 or 800 people that applied for that event and only 300 people are, uh, well, the organizers can only accept about 300 people. So the level there is really nice. People are very friendly. They dance with each other. You know that you're going to have a good experience, okay? There were six female TJs. Um, this time there was all female cast. Five of them were simply wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. You didn't want to sit down. A few dancers, they complained about one of the TJs, and I kind of agree. Uh, but I don't know if the complaint worked or not, but she did improve a lot in the second part of the milonga, and everybody was 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 very happy. I do understand some TJs, they, they want to expose us, the dancers, to... A little bit different music than what we're used to. And a lot of times this brings up a lot of complaints because most of us, we don't want to, you know, learn more, right? We just, about music, we just want to dance the songs that we really enjoy. Uh, but I think when that happens, we are losing the opportunity to listen to some songs that we would never listen otherwise and maybe discover one or two songs that we really, really love, but no other DJ had the guts 
to actually play. All right. So uh, I, I really, I really, I really enjoyed all the music. And in fact, I was in such a good mood that maybe it's like I, I would enjoy anything. Um, now, relate to the bathroom. The bathroom, at least for the guys, I don't know for the for the followers. The bathroom had a box with, you know, deodorant, alcohol, uh, you know, to, to clean, not to drink. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, and a lot more materials that uh, could help us, you know, have a proper hygiene, uh, which is great. It's always great because you realize that the organizers, you know, pay attention to every single detail, every little thing that can make our lives as a dancer, as dancers easier. Okay, we had two lunches included, so that was before the afternoon milongas. The food was great, as the organizer is a professional chef, so <laughs> food was good. It was very nice, you get to sit on the tables with all the people that you, you know, they were in the event, you meet friends, make new friends, you chat, you laugh, you don't have this kind of social pressure of the milonga, uh, and it's very fun because you create these kind of relationships and then you dance a lot more with people that maybe you wouldn't normally dance, but just because you were at the same table with and you talk with them, it's easier to go and dance with them later. Now, then the afternoon milonga started, there were lots of smiles, a lot of happy people, and that reinforced my belief that usually the afternoon milongas are the best and the most fun. I mean, we are not tired, it's during the day, we just had lunch, uh, you know, we can enjoy it, right? Personally, I wish that night milongas started earlier all around the world, maybe around seven o'clock. I don't know. You know what they say, you know, 40s might be the new 30s, but nine is the new midnight. <laughs> I kind of feel this way, you know, uh, but that didn't stop most people from dancing till four and five in the morning. And it definitely helps that there are snacks available all night. There were muffins, biscuits, lots of fruits. I think I ate half of the fruits of the event. Anyway, and much more. Now, uh, on Sunday, uh, there were three waitresses that they were just walked inside the venue and they were carrying hundreds of pastéis de Belén, which is the most famous suite of Lisbon. Very, very tasty. The dancers, we, we all started cheering and applauding when, the, when we realized that these were going to be for us. The waitresses, I think, well, they started laughing. They kept walking. They felt, I think one of them got a little bit red, uh, but they, they enjoyed it too. Then the announcement time came. And after the announcements, the tanda started and people start dancing, but I didn't. I knew they're going to come out with a switch. I was there last year. So I knew, okay, after the announcements, the sweets are coming out. So I did not start dancing because it's always fun to watch the eyes of the dancers on the dance floor when they realize that the suites are out, but they have to dance a full tanda first, hoping that there will be enough for everyone. Uh, it's very nice. I, I have a dirty pleasure, and my dirty pleasure is to actually grab one of the pastéis de Belén and just start walking around the dance floor, looking at the dancers. Now, <laughs> there were there were a lot of a, a lot of a lot of pastéis de Belén, so everybody had a good time. Uh, but it's always fun. Now, uh, I'm just trying to adjust back to reality, realizing that real life is not just dancing for hours and talking with friends. Or I don't know, maybe it is. I don't know. Sometimes we ask for too much to be happy. Last night, I, I was feeling a little bit down. So I asked my son, and he's seven years old at the moment. 
how would he want his last day on earth to be? I ask him this question every few months. It's like, okay, if you can imagine your per perfect last day on earth, if you like, you make it the best, what would it be, right? He's seven, so he always comes with very, very nice answers, very clear. And he told me, I want to play football with my team and win 500 billion goals to zero. So 500 billion to zero. And I want to eat at my favorite restaurant four times that day. Uh, it's fine. His order is always a tomato soup and a pizza with carrots on top. So, yes, that was the two requirements. And the third requirement, I want you and mommy to not annoy me that day. So, <laughs> I smiled. Uh, it doesn't take much to be happy when you are not confused by decades of conditioning. A good restaurant playing with your friends and you know mommy and daddy not annoy you so much now if this was useful share it with your friends they're going to thank you for more free tango tips and stories join the curious tangero newsletter at the curious if you're organizing a tango event and you want me to come there and create a podcast for my with my experience just text me i love to travel around dance meet friends um and, well, be happy around the tongue community. Hugs, stay curious.